The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class a show that flips through the pages of history to deliver old news in a new way. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today we're celebrating the cultural institution of Ebony, a magazine that sought to portray the everyday experience of Black Americans from Harlem to Hollywood. The day was November 1st, 1945. Ebony Magazine, a journal chronicling the lives of African Americans, released its inaugural issue. That first issue contained 52 pages and was sold for 25 cents per copy. The initial press run was 25,000 copies, all of which were swiftly sold. Over the next 74 years, the magazine would serve as a vital voice and cultural lens through which black communities could see ennobled reflections of their lives, both as they were and as they would like them to be. The story of Ebony began with a 25-year-old newspaper editor named John H. Johnson. At the time, the lives and stories of black Americans were not featured prominently in white-owned magazines so Johnson decided to remedy the problem by starting his own. 
1942, he took out a $500 loan using his mother's furniture as collateral and started his first publication, Negro Digest. It was patterned after Reader's Digest and highlighted the role of black soldiers fighting in World War II. Three years later, Johnson built on the success of the Digest by launching Ebony, a magazine of photojournalism modeled after Life magazine. Johnson believed that people need to have a healthy image of themselves in order to demand respect from others. African Americans had been denied that need in the white press, and Ebony aimed to change that. On the magazine's 30th anniversary in 1975, Johnson wrote the following in a publisher's statement, quote, Ebony was founded to provide positive images for blacks in a world of negative images and non-images. It was founded to project all dimensions of the black personality in a world saturated with stereotypes. Ebony arrived at the perfect time to institute such a change. It launched just two months after the end of World War II, during a period of renewed optimism when the dream of a new, more equitable America seemed within reach. That year, as veterans of the armed forces returned from war, black Americans started making more adamant demands for equal rights. Over the next six years, these cries for democracy began to affect real change in the nation, challenging Jim Crow segregation and laying the foundation for what would ultimately become the Civil Rights Movement. Johnson and the staff of Ebony Magazine were right there at the forefront. They addressed issues that impacted the community, such as poverty in black neighborhoods and the development of black children. Ebony also served the community by providing affirming images that reflected the success and progress of African Americans. The key to meeting this goal was the group of talented photojournalists who documented and shared black life through images. This visual commentary plumbed the depths of black tragedies and triumphs to showcase the dignity and humanity of its subjects. The magazine's roster of staff photographers included Isaac Sutton, David Jackson, and Pulitzer Prize winner Monetta Sleet Jr., among many others. Together, they photographed prominent cultural figures such as Nina Simone, Shirley Chisholm, and Coretta Scott King. The life and story captured in these images made Ebony a fixture in homes and businesses for decades to come. By its 10th anniversary, the magazine was being read by half a million people, and by its 20th year, readership was at 900,000. Surveys of black communities found that readers preferred Ebony to other similar publications by 15 to 1. By the 1980s, that hold had extended even further, with marketers claiming that Ebony was reaching more than 40% of all the black adults in America a reach that exceeded that of any other general interest magazine. That same decade, John H. Johnson became the first black person to appear on the Forbes list of the 400 wealthiest Americans. By that point, Ebony was the flagship title of the Johnson Publishing Company, a media conglomerate that included 15 magazines as well as books, cosmetics, records, and film, television, and radio productions. 
Ebony's success continued into the 21st century, reaching a peak readership of 10 million people in 2005, its 60th year in print. Ultimately, Ebony Magazine and Johnson Publishing as a whole became victims of their own success. By normalizing the presence of black Americans in news stories and advertising, the company prompted other publications to become more representative as well. As time went on, depictions of blackness were no longer the rarity they were when Ebony first hit newsstands and made history. That's a testament to the success of Johnson's endeavor. He achieved what he set out to do. But in the end, it came at the cost of his own company. In 2016, Ebony was sold to a group of investors, and its vast photo archive was purchased by a collective of cultural foundations, including the National Museum of African American History and Culture, which pledged to make digital versions of the photos available to the public free of charge. From its debut in 1945 to its final print issue in 2019, Ebony remained the anchor of Johnson Publishing and a pillar of the communities it sought to represent. The magazine, like many others, is no longer with us, but the transformative effect it had on American media and culture still is. And hopefully, it always will be. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHC Show. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can always send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.